ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد So today then we are starting the tafsir of Surah At-Teen, the fig. Surah At-Teen, the fig. So in this chapter then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَالتِّينِ وَالزَّيْتُونَ By the fig and the olive, وَطُورِ سِينِينَ and by Mount Sinai. And by this city of security, meaning Makkah. Verily, we created man in the best stature, in the best form in the best mold ثُمَّ رَدَدَنَاهُ أَسْفَلَ سَافِلِينَ Then we reduced him, took him back to the lowest of the low. إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ فَلَهُمْ أَجْرٌ غَيْرُ مَمْنُونَ Except those who believe in Tawheed and do righteous deeds, then they shall have a reward without end, meaning paradise. فَمَا يُكَذِّبُكَ بَعْدُ بِالدِّينَ Then what or who causes you, O disbelievers, to deny the recompense, meaning the day of judgment. Is Allah not the best of judges? So here then you see at the beginning of this chapter, Allah subhanahu, <coughs> subhanahu wa ta'ala takes an oath by four things. Allah takes an oath by four things at the start of this chapter. أَقْسَمَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى بِهَذِهِ الْأَشْيَاءِ الْأَرْبَعَةِ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took an oath by these Four things. Bittin by the fig, that is the first of them. And then was Zaytun by the olive. Wabituri Sinin and by Mount Sinai. Wahadal Baladil Amin Yani Makkah. And this secure land meaning Mecca. So by the fig, by the olive, 
by Mount Sinai and by the land of security Mecca. لِأَنَّ السُّورَةِ مَكِّيَّةِ فَالْمُشَارُ إِلَيْهِ قَرِيبٌ وَهُوَ مَكَّةِ So in that final one, when it says, وَهَذَا الْبَلَدِ الْأَمِينِ And this land of security, and this land of security, this particular surah was revealed in Mecca. So when the ayah says, and this land of security, it is in reference to where it was revealed, Mecca itself. Wattin zaytun those two are known, the fig and the olive, al-thamar al-ma'roof, the teen, that is a known type of fruit, the fig, and the zaytun, that is known, the olives. وَأَقْسَمَ اللَّهُ بِهِمَا لِأَنَّهُمَا يَكْثُرَانِ فِي فِلَسْطِينَ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took an oath by those two, the fig and the olives, because they grow in large amounts in the land of Palestine. وَطُورِ سِينِينَ And Mount Sinai أَقْسَمَ اللَّهُ بِهِ لِأَنَّهُ الْجَبَلُ الَّذِي كَلَّمَ اللَّهُ عِنْدَهُ مُوسَى صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم And also Mount Sinai Allah took an oath by Mount Sinai because that is the mountain upon which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke to Musa alayhi salam. Musa alayhi salam upon that mount. It was there that he spoke uh, or that Allah spoke to him, to Musa alayhi salam. And then, وَهَذَا الْبَلَدِ الْأَمِينَ أَقْسَمَ اللَّهُ بِهِ يعني مكة لِأَنَّهَا أَحَبُّ الْبِقَاعِ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَأَشْرَفُ الْبِقَاعِ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ And also the oath by Mecca because Mecca is the most beloved of the land to Allah and the most noble of all of the areas of land to Allah. Some of the people of knowledge said, That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took an oath by these three, لِأَنَّ الْأَوَّلِ والتين والزيتون أرض فلسطين التي فيها الأنبياء Because the first things that are mentioned, the fig and the olive, they are in reference to the land of Palestine. Because that is where they are found in large amounts. So that is indicating the land of Palestine that the prophets were within, الَّتِي فِيهَا الْأَنْبِيَاءِ 
وآخر أنبياء بني إسرائيل هو عيسى بن مريم عليه الصلاة والسلام and the last of the prophets of بني إسرائيل was عيسى the son of Maryam عليه الصلاة والسلام so the fig and the olive it is as though they are representing or indicating Palestine the land of the prophets and the last of them Isa alayhi salam وَبِطُورِ سِينِينَ and as for Mount Sinai لِأَنَّهُ الْجَبَلُ الَّذِي أَوْحَى اللَّهُ تَعَالَى إِلَى مُوسَى حَوْلَهُ and as for Mount Sinai that is being mentioned here because it is the mountain that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to Musa alayhi salam around that area. وَأَمَّا الْبَلَدُ الْأَمِينَ فَهُوَ مَكَّةِ الَّذِي بَعَثَ اللَّهُ مِنْهُ مُحَمَّدًا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وسلم And as for the city of security, then that is in reference to Mecca because that is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent the Prophet Messenger, the Prophet and Messenger Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم from قال العلماء معنى قوله وطور سينين Some of the scholars said that the meaning of Mount Sinai أي طور البركة لأن الله تعالى وصفه أو وصف ما حوله بالوادي المقدس And Mount Sinai is a blessed area because around that area Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described it as a sacred valley bilwadi al-muqaddas a sacred valley and so that area mount sinai and the valley around it the area around it it is a sacred area so those are the oaths that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes at the beginning of this chapter wattini wazaytun that by the fig and the olive representing and indicating Palestine, that's where they come from mostly, or a lot. And then the Turi Sinin, Mount Sinai, because that is where Allah revealed to Musa alayhi salam. And then Makkah at the end, because that is where the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was sent from. So those are the four things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes the oath by at the beginning of this chapter, Surah Tutin, Wattini wa Zaytun. Then Allah says, لَقَدْ خَلَقَنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنِ تَقْوِيمِ That verily we created man in the best of mold. In the best of form. هذا هو المقسم عليه. All of the oaths that were being taken were upon this statement. That indeed we created mankind upon the best of molds. Upon the best of forms. أقسم الله 
أنه خلق الإنسان في أحسن تقويم So Allah has taken these oaths, four of them, upon the fact that indeed mankind was created in the best of forms or molds. وهذه الجملة التي فيها المقسم عليه مؤكدة بثلاثة مؤكدات. And this statement that indeed mankind was created in the best of molds. Allah has emphasized that statement with three different types of emphasis. The statement has been emphasized not once, not twice, but three different times. That indeed mankind was created in the best of molds. Emphasized by the oaths that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala took. All of those four oaths are one form of emphasis. Then, laqad, the lam is a point of emphasis in the Arabic language. And the qad is a point of emphasis in the Arabic language also. So there are three points of emphasis when you're emphasizing a sentence, certainly such and such, indeed such and such, verily such and such, when you're emphasizing something. So this statement, mankind was created in the best of molds, Allah emphasized it in three different types of emphasis. Not just one, not two, but three. أَقْسَمَ اللَّهُ أَنَّهُ خَلَقَ الْإِنسَانَ فِي أَحْسَنِ تَقْوِيمِ فِي أَحْسَنِ هَيْئَةِ وَخِلْقَةِ وَفِي أَحْسَنِ تَقْوِيمِ فِطْرَةً وَقَصْدًا لِأَنَّهُ لَا يُوجَدُ أَحَدٍ مِنَ الْمَخْلُوقَاتِ أَحْسَنُ مِنْ بَنِي آدَمْ خِلْقَةً <coughs> فالمخلوقات الأرضية كلها دون بني آدم في الخلقة So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taken an oath that mankind were created upon the best of mold upon the best of forms and not just physically that they were created upon the best of mold and the best of form but internally Mankind was created upon the best of that innate nature. Internally, mankind was created in the best of ways. And you do not find any other creation better than mankind in in their creation. So all of the other land animals, all of the other land creations the animals, etc., they are lower than uh, the mankind in their form and in their creation. And that is because Allah has said, لَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ فِي That indeed we created mankind in the best of form, in the best of molds. But then Allah tells us, ثُمَّ رَدَدْنَاهُ أَسْفَلَ سَافِلِينَ But then 
after they were created in the best of molds, then Allah says we returned them or reduced them to the lowest of the low. ثُمَّ رَدَدَنَاهُ أَسْفَلَ سَافِلِينَ هذه الردة التي ذكرها الله عز وجل تعني أن الله تعالى يرد الإنسان أسفل سافلين خلقة This is in reference to how a person, a human eventually ends up in the lowest of form meaning after a person grows old and the body becomes fragile, and the body becomes weak, then that individual now is not upon strength and power and how he was, but he has now returned back to a lower state in his weakness and in the fragile nature of his body now. and it's mentioned in the Quran, that there are those from amongst you who are returned to the lowest of uh, the, the age of the life. Meaning when you become old and you become weak and fragile, then now you are not in a state of the best of your creation. You are now in a weakening state and a fragile state. في الإنسان تغير إلى أرض في القوة الجسدية وفي الهيئة الجسدية وفي نظارة الوجه وغير ذلك يرد أسفل سافلين. So the more a person ages, the older a person gets, he begins to change. When a person becomes older and older and older, he begins to change to a lower state. A lower state in terms of his physical strength. The older a person gets in his old age, his physical strength becomes less. Even your physical form, your physical body as you grow older, your appearance and your body is no longer in the beautiful form that it may have been in your younger days. As you become old and fragile and perhaps you can no longer walk as you used to, you can no longer stand as you used to. So your physical body no longer looks as it used to. And also in the radiance of your face the radiance in your face meaning when a person is young you have a lot more uh, color in your face but as you become older and older as they say you become gray that you lose the rosiness in your face you lose that color in your face and you become more grayer, as they say. So that radiance, that you have the radiance of youth, that begins to disappear. The radiance of youth begins to disappear. That illumination in the skin begins to deteriorate. 
So all of these things occur to a person as he becomes elderly in age. وَإِذَا قُلْنَا إِنَّ أَحْسَنَ تَقْوِيمٌ تَشْمَلْ حَتَّى الْفِطْرَةِ الَّتِي نَعْمٍ If we were to say that the best of molds includes your innate nature, your innate nature that Allah created you upon, if we say it includes that, and the worship that is then built upon that, then that indicates... إشارة إلى أن من الناس من تعود به حاله العياذ بالله إلى أن يكون أسفل سافين بعد أن كان في الأعلى meaning that if we say that a part of mankind being created upon the best of mold is not just your physical body but also internally that mankind has been created upon the best of mold internally i.e. upon tawheed and worship and ibadah then in that case, what would it mean? ثُمَّ رَدَدَنَاهُ أَسْفَلَ سَافِلِينَ In that regard, if you get older, does it mean now you lose your tawheed and you lose your worship and your ibadah? For some people it does. It could be that for some people, for some people that's what occurs. That some people as they grow older, maybe they become weaker in their religion. Some, some people. They become weaker in their religion. They become weaker in their practice. Weaker in their ibadah. So it is as though they have returned back to a weak state. After they were upon a strong state of worship and ibadah. So that could mean that in terms of your worship you have decreased for some people. Ishara ila anna min nasi man ta'udu bihi haluh. والعياذ بالله إلى أن يكون أسفل سافلين بعد أن كان في الأعلى والقمة من الإيمان والعلم. So maybe a person was at the peak of his iman and knowledge, but as he grew older, maybe he started to become weak and leave the religion, and it may occur to some people, to some people. والآية تشمل المعنيين جميعاً. And this ayah includes both possibilities, both meanings are in it. The physical body, how it deteriorates as you grow older, but also for some people internally with their iman and worship, they may deteriorate as they age. Then Allah says, إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ فَلَهُمْ أَجْرٌ غَيْرُ مَمْنُونَ Except for those, meaning there are people who are exempt from returning to a weaker state in their older age. Who are the ones who are exempt from that? Those who have iman and do righteous actions. Then for them will be a reward with no end to it. Meaning an eternal reward, and that is paradise. فَهَذَا إِسْتِثْنَاءٌ مِنْ قَوْلِهِ ثُمَّ رَدَدَنَاهُ أَسْفَلَ سَافِلِينَ يعني إلا المؤمنين الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات فإنهم لا يردون إلى أسفل سافلين. 
لأنهم متمسكون بإيمانهم وأعمالهم So the believers who have iman and they do righteous actions then they are not returned back to that state of weakness in their elderly age rather because they clung on to iman and to their actions فَيَبْقَوْنَ عَلَيْهَا إِلَىٰ أَنْ يَمُوتُوا So they remain upon their good and strong state internally up until they die. And even physically, physically, a person of iman and worship and obedience, then perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserves that individual in a way that another person is not preserved. Allah preserves the mind of that individual, whereas others, they begin to lose their mind as they grow old. People who begin to lose their mind and their, their, their memory and other things as they grow old, but maybe the person of iman and worship and obedience and ibadah, as you see like the scholars, 90 years old, 95 years old, and to this day they have all of their knowledge with them. So maybe from that aspect too, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala preserves the person of iman. فَلَهُمْ So they will have those people, أَجْرٌ غَيْرُ مَمْنُونَ A reward that is not cut off. An everlasting reward. يعني غير مقطوع ولا ممنون به أيضا فكلمة ممنون صالحة لمعنى القطع وَصَالِحَ لِمَعْنَ الْمِنَّةِ فَهُمْ لَهُمْ أَجْرٍ لَا يَنْقَطِعٌ وَلَا يَمُنُّ عَلَيْهِمْ بِهِ يعني أنهم إذا استوفوا هذا الأجر لا يمن عليهم فيقال أعطيناكم وفعلنا وفعلنا وإن كانت المنة لله عز وجل عليهم بالإيمان والعمل الصالح والثواب كلها منة من الله لكن لا يمن عليهم به أي لا يؤذون بالمن كما يجري ذلك في أمور الدنيا إذا أحسن إليك أحد من الناس فربما يؤذيك بمنه عليك في كل مناسبة يقول فعلت بك وعطيتك وما أشبه ذلك So when it says here أجر غير ممنون There are two meanings One is غير مقطوع That it is an everlasting reward That is never cut off An everlasting reward A never ending reward That is never cut off for those who believe and do the righteous actions, meaning paradise. And the other meaning of mamnoon is the meaning of when, when you do, when someone does something good for you, they do you a favor. And then afterwards, they keep reminding you, remember that time I helped you out? Remember that time I did that favor for you? So they keep reminding you of the favor that they did for you. And that is not a good thing. They keep reminding you, yeah, remember I did this for you. Remember I did that for you. And they keep bringing it up in conversation all the time. Remember I helped you and I did this and I did that. Because that then makes you feel embarrassed. It makes you feel somewhat degraded. That all the time this person is saying, I did this for you. I did that for you. Remember I did that favor. So here when it says their reward will be غَيْرُ mamnoon, That it will be never said to them That I gave you this and I bestowed this Even though who gave it to them? Allah But it will never be said to them That this was given to you from Allah And this was 
bestowed upon you, even though in this case it is not of matter because it is from Allah. But that meaning is also included within the ajr being ghayru mamnoon. And then, فَمَا يُكَذِّبُكَ بَعْدُ بِالدِّينَ Then what or who causes you to disbelieve and to deny the day of resurrection? انتَقَلَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى مِنَ الْكَلَامِ عَلَى وَجْهِ الْغِيبَةِ إِلَى الْكَلَامِ عَلَى عَلَى وَجْهِ الْغِيبَةِ إِلَى الْكَلَامِ عَلَى وَجْهِ الْمُقَابَلَةِ وَالْخِطَابِ So here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala transferred now the speech in third person to speech into the second person. And so now the disbelievers are being addressed directly. And it is being said to them, فَمَا يُكَذِّبُكَ بَعْدُ بِالدِّينَ So then what is causing you, O disbelievers, to deny the day of resurrection? That what is it? That is stopping you from accepting this clarification after it's come. After this clarification is made to you, what's stopping you from believing in the day of resurrection, from believing and having iman now? وَأَحْسَنَ فِطْرَتَهُ فَإِنَّهُ يَزْدَادُ إِيمَانًا بِاللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ وَتَصْدِيقًا بِكِتَابِهِ وَبِمَا أَخْبَرَتْ بِهِ رُسُولُهُ So what is it that is causing you to now deny a deen, meaning everything that Allah has commanded you with, and every time a person looks at himself, and looks at his origin, and his creation, and that Allah has selected him and made him in the best of creation, in the best of molds, and has given him the best of that innate nature and understanding of tawheed. When a person thinks about those things, فَإِنَّهُ يَزْدَادُ إِيمَانًا بِاللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ Then you increase in your iman of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, iman in Allah and in believing in his book, the revelation, the Qur'an, and believing in what his messengers they came with. ثُمَّ قَالْ أَلَيْسَ اللَّهُ بِأَحْكَمِ الْحَاكِمِينَ Then at the end Allah says, Is Allah not the best of judges? Is Allah not the best of judges? وَهَذَا الْإِسْتِفْهَامِ لِلتَّقْرِيرِ يُقَرِّرُ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ أَنَّهُ أَحْكَمُ الْحَاكِمِينَ And this is, it's like we say, a rhetorical question. So in this final section, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَلَيْسَ اللَّهُ بِأَحْكَمِ الْحَاكِمِينَ Is Allah not the best of judges? It's like a rhetorical question. It is there to emphasize the point that Allah is, of course, the best of all judges. وَأَحْكَمْ هُنَا أَحْكَمْ هُنَا إِسْمُ تَفْضِيلٍ وَهُوَ مَأْخُوذٌ مِنَ الْحِكْمَةِ وَمِنَ الْحُكْمِ 
فالحكم الأكبر الأعظم الذي لا يعارضه شيء هو حكم الله عز وجل سهيا أحكم is an اسم تفضيل which in English they would call the superlative the superlative form of the verb indicating that Allah is the greatest in his judgment and wisdom and so it comes from the word of al-hukm meaning that the ruling the ultimate ruling is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that nothing else can uh, contradict or oppose or uh, try to prevent in any way wal-hikmah al-ulya al-baligah هي حكمة الله عز وجل فهو سبحانه وتعالى أحكم الحاكمين قدرا وشرعا وله الحكم وإليه يرجع الأمر كله So also in terms of the wisdom the great and lofty wisdom of Allah سبحانه وتعالى that he is the greatest of all in terms of the uh, creational sense in this world everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does is upon absolute wisdom and shar'an in terms of the legislation everything is of course upon absolute wisdom so for him is that ruling and judgment and every affair returns back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in that ruling and in that judgment. That is then Surah Al-Teen. So in summary, Allah begins with four oaths, and then upon those four oaths, tells us that mankind is created upon the best of molds, and then mankind returns back, is reduced down to the lower state in the elderly age except for those who have iman and do righteous actions they will have an unending reward and then Allah addresses the disbelievers what is preventing you from believing in the day of resurrection then is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not the best and the ultimate in all of the judgment and the judges